Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wheel of What? Welcome once again to the Wheel of What. Tonight we're actually going to be going over two chapters. That would be 34 and 35. So that means we're rocking out The Last Village and Tamlin. That's... So so tonight or today doesn't matter because, well, we don't know what time zone you're in. Well, yeah. Yeah, this this is true. (laughs) I, I am speaking in the present tense with us. Um, so I say tonight because, well, it's time zones you speak of (laughs) in the advent of the internet with worldwide communication with ease it's time zone is less of an issue. Um, right. Except for, you know, when DVRing podcasts, (laughs) (laughs) well, for Um, some of you older heads, VHS, (gasps) Oh, oh, no, no, no. Did you no, no. timer right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go even older. If you break out Betamax, come on. Laserdisc. Okay, I've got the A-Track downstairs. I had one when I was a kid. I did have one when I was a kid. So, the 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 reason why we're doing two episodes at once for this one, or two chapters at once for this episode, is because it's basically the same story in both chapters. Let's get to Kamelin. That's it. You know, it's like, well, okay. Um, Let's not. Tis a silly place. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the, it did have some things happen in it. It, you know, obviously, they're running from yet another encounter with a dark friend. Surprise, surprise. And, of course, we are speaking of Matt and Rand. Um because we've been kind of focused on them for what, like five chapters now? Six chapters? Something like that. Yeah, it's, it's like, okay, so everybody else is just unimportant. Um, and so... You're following the new thing. No, just kidding. <laughs> so this chapter and the next one is basically they're finding out that there's a whole truckload of people going to the same damn place. They're all going to Camelot. Um, and that's because of the false dragon, um, or the supposed false dragon, because as far as we know, it could be the real one, the dragon reborn. Um, um, bum, bum. <laughs> um so when they finally let go, uh, got, got off the cart with master Kinch. They were two days away from from uh, Camelot, and so this well, this picks up right after that. Well, before you know, before the whole two days away from Camelot, it was kind of actually interesting on how they met Master Kinch. Well, yeah, Master Kinch. Well, see, and that's the thing is that that's one of those ones. Master Kinch is not. Um, 
Oh, yeah, that's right. They came up to the town and then they spied a... a a yes. insidious conversation. Um, yeah, that was like half a chapter. <laughs> right, like half the chapter was was the conversation between an innkeeper and this dark, mysterious person. Who, after the dark, mysterious person walked away, they noticed that the wind that was making the sign sway, sway was not was touching wrong. his cloak. Yeah. A.K.A., yeah, ladies and gentlemen. The wind didn't shake that barley. The wind did not shake that barley. A.K.A., gentlemen, no. we have yet another... Um, oh, God, what do they call them again? Because there's so God, many different... Fade. Fade, yes. Murdral. Murdral. Halfman. Uh, yeah, because it's one of those ones. How many different names do you want for them? Multipass. Multipass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, the no, squirrel no, no. is strong you're tonight. On you're on a roll tonight, man. <laughs> chicken. <laughs> Big bada boom. I don't have, I don't have the, the chicken in front of me, but passport counts as a multi-pass. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they witnessed you, man, this. This has been one of those days. <laughs> they witnessed the innkeeper having a conversation with him or draw. And then some other dude comes up with a cart and is like, um interesting friends you keep there. I don't know what's going on there, but if y'all want to get out of here with me, let's go. Right. Like, yeah. the, uh, this guy's having relations with this, you know, super uber creepy person. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that, so y'all y'all need a ride. We're going the same direction. Let's go. Um, GTFO at a yeah. Up to him and asked him if, he, if they can get a ride because right. he overheard that from the Cameron. You, you know, and I think the line was the line was something along the lines. You know, I couldn't help but overhear that you were heading towards Camelin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and the the whole reason why you know this is this is part of the reason why I said that this chapter is so easy to summarize is it was basically that. The the, oh, the Yellow Brick Road. It was basically this creepy conversation. Totally convenient plot device that they get a ride. <laughs> you know, they got a ride. Yay. Yeah, uh, that's does I agree. It's what sums it up really fast. Um, the the premise of the rest of it, you know, um, conversation in the in the in, on the way, um see lots and lots more people going in the same direction um I mean does this even get them going? same place going. right see the, the false dragon uh, right and they bring up the concept oh. of um oh god oh they bring up so much the, the, the queen's men a good queen's man um they bring up the con the different characters though. They bring up Queen Morgay's Elida or well, Elida. I remember, this was the this was uh, this was uh, Mister. Uh, oh great, I, I can't remember his name. The the carriage the wagon driver there. Uh, mm -hmm. You said his name earlier. Kinch. I'm sorry, uh, Kinch. Yeah, 
Mr. Kinch was the one telling the boys about all that. Right, and it's funny because Our these exposition. It, it, right, it's not just exposition. It's it's like every time that these kids even remotely kind of need some information, somebody's like offering it to them. It's like here you go. You're welcome. All this information. Um, <laughs> awfully fortuitous. It is. You know, he. It is like, honestly, in in that era, he was Google. Uh, it, it, for them, he he was absolutely he was the Google he was the Google Maps of the uh, time. Um, yeah, not just Google Maps. That reminds me of that. Uh, if Google were a real person. <laughs> oh God! Right? Yes, I've seen that one before too. Uh, um, yeah, that, that's bad. <laughs> but they did go. They brought up a whole truckload of names. Um, that we know truck nothing of about. Truckloads of locations and historical events. I mean, you've got the IEA War. You've got uh, the oh. deal with Terengale Damodred. You've mm-hmm. got oh, oh. the explanation of the Aes Sedai, uh, the Warders, Tarvalon, all of that crap. I but mean, they, it's got, just, they got one of your it's favorite legitimately can- an exposition bomb to catch you up. They, they they caught you up with one of your your who will soon be one of your favorite characters in the entire story, Gawain. <laughs> hold on, hold on. That's not till that till next chapter. No, they brought up Gawain in the, in this chapter, and and Gawain is by far not anybody's favorite character. Is like, it, see, I've always called him Gawain for some reason. You know. Even the recordings I listened to today said Gawain. That that'll work. Ooh. You know what? I I could be wrong. I mean, I did get you on I said die, not I said day, which you just misenunciated again. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, that's almost twenty years of mispronouncing it wrong in my head. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they brought up Damodred. They brought up the whole succession of the throne through the female line in and yeah. So yeah, it was. It was totally a a exposition drop of <laughs> this. This is the world. This is the world you are about Previously, to enter. In the last two hundred years of the Wheel of Time. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, though. I mean, when they were almost there, you know, they woke up out of a hay bale that they slept in. Well, no, 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 no. And- Rand woke up. Matt didn't sleep at all because Kitch never stopped talking. Oh, and no, Matt's I still my preciousing his way across the, the country. <laughs> right. Oh, one other thing to bring up about that, that Kinch actually explained to them was the concept of their technically that they were Queensmen because of their location and the geographical location of the two rivers in Andor. They've see now they've brought that up before Oh, hold on. Did you say Andor or Endor? Andor. <laughs> I haven't been to the forest mood of Endor since 2014. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, 13. But Aww. they brought that. They brought that up before, just that they they kind of clarified it. They kind of clarified, you know, the 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 soldiers in red and everything like that. That they were the queen soldiers, the queen's guard. Sorry. Um. They did bring up the Aiel War, which kind of digs that in that Two Rivers is technically part of Andor. Right. Which, you know, which, if you said that to anybody in the Two Rivers, they'd be like, "The fuck you say?" 
Exactly. <laughs> Is that the sword you want to die on there, buddy? We ain't ever had a lord. We ain't ever going to need a lord. You know, after they left the pitch, um. <laughs> you know, it, it was actually kind of funny because they found a hay bale, slept there overnight, got out, started cleaning the hay off themselves, and they saw a crowd heading towards the, the city. Right. And when they started to join the crowd, the knights in red told them, get out of your way, dark friend. Like, wait a minute. No, no, no. It wasn't the knight that said that. The knight in red got on somebody else that accused them of being, called them a dark friend because they were talking to some farmer that was complaining about the traffic going by his house. And, and the, the knight was, was going into detail about, it's like, look, they're just walking. They're not breaking any laws. They're well, there shouldn't be this many people coming here. They they should take their dark friend selves going back home or whatever. And then and then I was yeah. like, yo yo, no 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 no. You know, they go back to your go back to your pitchfork. You know. <laughs> I mean, okay. To sum that up, though, the the knight did kind of tell him, look, if they're on your property, we'll help you. But if they're not on your property, because they're on the Queen's Road. There's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. That's kind of like the cops, you know. They, they, they. I, I was about to say it almost sounds like MPs dealing with the pandas. MPs. I was just gonna say in or, general. <laughs> yeah, any kind of police. It's it's like you know, there's certain areas where they just have zero jurisdiction. It's like okay, well, um, they're on public land and they're not doing anything technically wrong for public land. Um, they're not on your property, so. Your issue? Uh, and you know what? We're not dissing cops at all. Just making making sure. No, no, yeah, no, no. And, and at that point, I'm actually defending the fact that there are certain places where cops just simply have no power, and they don't try to exert it. And they look at people that are like, "Well, you should be it's doing something about this." Matter, and you know, it's not even a matter of the cops not having the power to do it. It's a simple matter of they're on public land, the Queen's land, and although they are the Queen's guard, they're not breaking any laws. So technically, sorry, Farmer Brown, you can. He, he, Sawed off. You 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 can verily go choke on a bag of Richards. Uh. <laughs> verily, thou shalt know thyself biblically. <laughs> well, you think about it though. Hold on. Hey, here's the thing. You know, they go walking. They finally make it into town. They're both exhausted. Right. Okay. Right. So and so by the way, at this point, we're transitioning into chapter 30, uh, 35, which is entitled Camelin, Um because we've made it to Camelot. Yes, Hence the reason why the, why this this episode is two chapters, because really that first chapter was just like, OK, name drop, name drop, name drop. And we don't need any of that because we're going to be going into detail into that much, much more at another yes. time. So now that we're in Cambrin. Camelin. Cambridge, really? Camelin. Cambridge, Camelin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard, people. Words are hard. Anyway. Uh, yes, they are. I Rand feel was actually being observant to everybody walking around. Um, and rather than taking the advice he was given about getting rid of the Heron Bone Sword. Heron Mark, not you know, Bone. Mark, Mark, I don't know. Oh, sorry. The Heron Mark Sword. God, can you imagine a Heron Bone Sword? Man, that would be one dapper sword. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you would, would be. be. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to have a houndstooth uh, scabbard? <laughs> he started noticing uh, the red and white wraps around everybody's swords. 
Yes. Yep. Yes. He doesn't know. He even admits he didn't know what the significance was, but he bought the cheaper color with a matching cord to wrap his sword in. Fortunate he did, but um. Yeah, that 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 fortune seems to be working in his favor a lot lately. It really does. Really? Like I said, convenient no. plot, or every time he he seems to need something, it's just kind of like convenient. Sir, there's would you like a this? For that. You know, there's got to be a, a oh. name or a reason for that. We'll find out about that at a later time. Um. <laughs> okay. I, 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 the thing of it is, though, when they started talking, when when, when the uh, you know as the chapter was going got to that point and they mentioned the white and the red wraps on the swords mm -hmm. I started thinking wait this is going to be important somewhere yes this is going to hold significance somewhere yes <laughs> absolutely absolutely that is going to be important so, good call historically the if we wanted to tie the two together for anyone else who's not actually read the books up to this point think of American Revolution maybe and you had the uh Cockades on the, on the hats. Yeah, yeah. the The red coats are coming, or the blue coats. You know that the the that's that's the thing. That's the basically the part idea. that you supported was represented yeah. by the color or the or which color is dominant. Yes. In that case, mm. which color was dominant? Um. The other thing to go into on in these chapters, though, is when these kids got into town they realized that they thought that white bridge was a big city <laughs> okay here I'll, I'll use a comparison so people understand logan utah considers itself a city well that'll be white bridge camlin is more like chicago or new york uh, yeah yeah <laughs> or or, or let, let's be a little more fair. We'll we'll call it Las Vegas versus versus Chicago, New York, because Las Vegas only has about three million people. Chicago, okay, New, Chicago has something like thirteen million. Uh, the numbers up there. Yeah, it's some ridiculous number of people. Um, but that's the comparison. Is we're we're talking about going to a real city. Okay, now speaking of redonkulous numbers being up there, uh, oh, no spoilers wow. on this one. What? Huh? I, oh no, I was just checking something. Go ahead, I'll I'll get back to the redonkulous numbers in a moment. Okay, no spoilers on this one, but you get into some parts later, and they talk of military numbers and this army versus that army versus you know the numbers and all the and it's always like you know oh it's a small force of. 5,000 men or 10,000 here and there's 20 or 40,000 coming this way and I'm sitting here thinking where are they getting all these people and how the hell is one person commanding all of that just understanding right? myself understanding hierarchical command structure and whatnot I'm right. just I mean I get it's high fantasy but come on dude you, you, well, well I have a I have you a plus those numbers up I have a small theory on that but we'll get into that actually because it'll have something to do with the next chapter, and we'll yeah. we'll get into that. But okay, where's the redonkulous numbers? Huh? Las the redonkulous numbers. Las Vegas, six hundred thirty-four thousand 
Three million is with tourists. They're not counting tourism. <laughs> right. Chicago, as of 2019, because that was as 2019 for, for Vegas. Mm-hmm. Chicago, as of 2019, 2.71 million. Yeah. It, not it's, counting tourists. It, it's just some kind of ridiculous difference in numbers. So, White Bridge to, to Camelin. Now, these boys are walking into the first time ever seeing a truly large city and yeah and Re- matt's first first question is like how are we gonna hide here how are we gonna have any privacy here it's like how are we going to be found here is what Rand comes back with <laughs> all we have to do is just blend in with the crowd yo i got this you know, l- this sweet little peace wrap on my sword now i look like everybody else i'm not wearing any clothes that stick out uh, Unless somebody was specifically looking for and gave my perfect description, they're not going to find me. And they might not even if they had that perfect description. Because who who's going to remember that one guy that they saw out of 5,000 people they just saw this morning? No one. I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, pe- people are like, oh, I saw you last week when I drive my bus. Dude, it's like, I, I transport probably 1,000 people a day on my bus. <laughs> I I don't remember you. You know, I barely remember half my coworkers. There's 600 drivers at my yard. I don't remember you. But this this is on that scale. Is it's easy to disappear in a large crowd? Yes, Muppetite. Yes, you can you can talk to the microphone too. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is. Yes, hey, I, I, I see both of them. Oh, yeah. Together tonight. Yeah. Uh, gathering of the kitties. I've hey, seen mine's your... asleep on the dog's bed. Yeah, I've seen your dog come into frame a couple of times. But... Yeah, so I saw the cat in frame once, too. The, um... The idea, though, is that they don't know where they are. They... They managed to get the... Um... The wrap for the sword... Then Matt worries because now he feels they have no money left. They have mm-hmm. nowhere to go. And I can't remember if it was Matt or Rand who said that we need to get to the Queen's Blessing. And... Let's see. I think it was... Well, no, it was it was uh, Rand that said we need to get to the Queen's Blessing, but Matt was like, well, Why? What what good is why why are we gonna stop there? Tom is dead. We should you know it, it's not gonna do us any good. We just need to get out of here. We need to get someplace where we can hide. Honestly, to, to say, tell you the truth, when they actually made it to the Queen's blessing, I thought the innkeeper was kind of cool. <laughs> good because you're gonna get a lot more of them. Um, I thought it was cool because. You know, when they uh, explained to him everything that happened up until that point, mm-hmm. he goes, so reserve my judgment of his death until I see his body. <laughs> well, yeah, because Tom. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do what Tom going to do. <laughs> Tom was, if Tom was to show up, he'd be arrested on sight. Uh, oh. Yes, there is some history there in the city of Camelin, and some of the guards yeah, I, apparently have a long memory. I, um, it had to be between him and the queen. Mm-hmm. 
He was Sheboinking her? What? Right. Um, let's see. And that would be the 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 innkeeper is Master Master Gill. Mm-hmm. Um who obviously is uh kept in line by his um the the kitchen mistress, the head of the kitchen. Um because well, she controls his food. A man is definitely led by his stomach. Um What man isn't? <laughs> <laughs> None that I know. None that I know. You you put a good plate of food I mean, in front of a man, and 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 yeah, he's pretty much yours. Um, no, but here's the thing, though. It doesn't always work that way. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't always. But as a general rule of thumb, men are led by two things: their stomach and well, you know. <laughs> yeah, rule of thumb or rule of wrist. Well, that too, that too. Um, Sorry, you're you're sitting here and mentioning needs, and right now we need to get back on track. And, you know, there's another, we find out a little bit more of the back history of Tom. We find out that at one point in time he was a court bard. Hence the real nice flute. Hence, exactly, the really nice flute. That's, That's why I've mentioned several times, like, dude, this is a gold and silver flute. It is worth more than those kids have ever seen in their life. Just that flute. Flute, hell, the harp. The harp, too. Right. Uh, just, I just agree. damn. Um, oh, God. He, it, okay, so they bring up, God, they bring up so many damn cities in this one. Tyr, Maradon, um, referenced. Yeah, they bring up all the Our different. Murindy. Murindy, yeah. Queensguard, the White Cloaks, of course, the boys spot the White Cloaks in there. Um, and there's just so many people that even the White Cloaks are kind of like, okay, well, we can't raise too much of a fuss because uh, we're way outnumbered. <laughs> you know, even stupid people. At some point, you find out that you're so far outnumbered that you should not make a big stink. You don't. Um, the whole thing, though, with have uh, you Tom... met the white cloak? <laughs> <laughs> well, I noticed though the whole thing with Tom comes down to the fact that his own his son. I think it had to do with the death of mm-hmm. somebody. Uh, the name is hold, now, now. I'm gonna butcher it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Taringal. No. Damranrid. Terengale Demadrid. Okay. Terengale. Tom's son. No, that is the guy who died that the tro- that Tom's nephew. Sorry, it was Tom's nephew. I'm correcting myself. Uh, and why Tom is in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, something to do with That's, that. So basically we just it find is out. His little... nephew, but you're you're getting two different people confused here. Yeah. It, it's basically... Demadred was part of the royal line. Yeah. Yeah. He then explains that it was not long after some he died that right. the trouble with Tom's nephew arose. And and really, I mean it's it's a character that's referenced but not really that important. However, they do reference a couple of groups that were were 
only one that's only been hinted at, one that's actually never been mentioned before. The Red Aja. They bring them up. Not your Faja. And the Black Aja. <laughs> Again, not your Faja. The, they don't uh, exist. Right, the Black Aja. Speak of them. They the, don't exist. The Black Aja. That's that's just preposterous that they would even exist. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fake when news. Did the body get in here? Huh? If the Black Aja, they don't exist. So when did the Illuminati show up? You're going in the right direction. <laughs> you're, you're totally going in the right direction on that. <laughs> you're, you're, you're getting wow. there. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I mean, that's kind of spoilerish, but you... you got the right idea that that the black aja is basically this world's version of of yeah the nwo gentlemen i took a guess and got it right yes which which i screwed up and actually gave him that i prefer wu-tang myself (laughs) (laughs) oh god i'm I'm trying to think if Empty Ben. He'll be able to answer them better than any of us. <laughs> Do what now? Like half a dozen times or two hundred times, whatever it was. Oh, shut up. See, now they brought up Tarvalin, Ilian, uh, Shale Ghoul. I'm, I'm trying to Basil think if there's Gil. if there's anything else. Basil Gill is... Okay, so the innkeeper is Basil Gill. Yep. Yes. Master Gill... Master Gill. Yeah. Uh, no, well, that's, I mean, that's, that's what he is to, you know, that's what they're referred to him most of the time. Anyways, Master Gill did get on Matt's case, though. About the ice. He doesn't. Pot. Yes. Well, yeah, because Matt has a tendency to open his mouth when he should be shutting it. Um, There is one little. Sounds s- like another Matt I know. <laughs> there, there is a little side note that. Um, these two chapters did show is continued slow progression of Matt's paranoia. <laughs> it's gotten worse. It's gotten worse and worse and worse to the point where now he's he's basically showing the straight up signs of like deep depression. Dude, he is showing post traumatic stress. Post-traumatic stress, deep depression. He's showing basically all the signs of all those things, like the deep paranoia of everything around them, anxiety, um, not wanting to leave the bed, distrusting everybody that sees him or he sees, um, even people that are trying that are honestly trying to help him. You know, it, it, it's kind of like this looking around. Squirrel! Kind of, but on a it's scarier a level, like like squirrel stab, you know that that that's that's where it's, it's headed. Like squirrels trying to steal my nuts. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, so that's like the little side undernote thing. Um, that they didn't call too much attention to, but it's been an ongoing progression through all of these chapters, um, where Matt has slowly become more and more um cuckoo. For his Meagle-esque. 
So, is there anything else you guys can think of on these on these two chapters? I mean, it's really like I said, the introduction to the captain of the guard, Gareth Bryn. Ah, yes. I refuse to call him Jareth because I cannot picture David Bowie as being the the captain of the guard. (laughs) Wait. They got David Bowie to play in Wheel of Time? No. 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 <laughs> that would be an versus Jareth. That would be an impressive feat. Um, <laughs> I was say, wait, I didn't see him on the cast list. That's because he died. That's because he passed away. Rest in peace. Hey, hold on, hold on. Hopefully he and Prince are rocking out. Yeah. Right. But here's the thing. Technology nowadays, they can bring him back. They could, they could. They look like Heath Ledger in the Batman movie that he was in. Yeah. yeah. It was him not really there. <sighs> I mean, Moff Tarkin wasn't really in the in um, the solo movie, but neither was. And, and Leia too. They brought they brought Leia back yeah. from the dead. You know. Yeah. They well, they mean, have done amazing know? things with that. Um, but I really couldn't see Bowie do it, but because of the fact that you know the labyrinth was one of the hottest movies I've seen him in. Well, okay, so you know Bowie was not necessarily an actor. Labyrinth worked because it was a it was a musical. And rock opera of sorts, right? And and it was a pure work of genius by by Mr. Henson. Um, yes, indeed. By the way, apparently there's talk about a remake, and there are people saying, please don't. No, no, they should never touch the that again. The only way that I could see this doing, and I really want to see them do it, is if it goes all completely practical like they did originally. Mm-hmm. They bring Jennifer Connelly back. They bring um, Toby, who actually worked on the Dark Crystal reboot. Um the, the child grew up and worked for Henson Studios. If they bring him back and it's actually his kid that gets taken and he has to go. Oh, that would be awesome. I, I was going to say either either Jennifer's kid or or his kid. Either one. But there were, there was talk of um, if that were to happen to get Lady Gaga to play the new Goblin Queen. Okay. Oh, Here's what that would work. On, that would to- that, okay. okay. I, I, I don't mind a sequel... I don't like the idea of a remake. Okay, here's the thing. Oh no, yeah. It there people are being corrected. It's not a remake. It is the Labyrinth Two. It is a sequel. I, I'm 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 down to see where it goes if they do it right. They they I mean they need to follow the. They're talking about doing it like how they did Dark Crystal. Practicals again, yeah. Practicals again, and and that again. As long as, as, long they as stick Brian to it, Henson pulls some good stuff with it, I mean. Well, I mean, the man. Look, his lineage yeah. is royalty. Um. Is, uh, <laughs> Muppet royalty. The cast is is being held quietly right now. Um, and there they is really gotta bring. Go ahead. There's sorry. talk about uh. Well, there is talk about Jennifer Conley. There's no news yet, but they're trying to get her to come back and reprise her role as Sarah. So that way, it could be the quest to defeat the Labyrinth with help 
from her baby from her brother that was a baby at the time and he already works for Henson I mean like I said he was part of the set design team that did the re, uh, the prequel for the Dark Crystal so the question is whether she would be grown up and be called the Goblin Queen or just simply living a mundane life Ooh. in suburbia would they make Sarah the Goblin Queen? Yeah. Ooh, dude the possibilities Hmm. Here's why the goblins oh. goblins come back and take her because she's supposed to be the goblin queen, and they Here's also the take thing. Toby's son or daughter. Exactly. Okay. What I would think would work because here's the thing: if you think about it, she's the only one that defeated the goblin king. That makes her qualified to be the goblin queen after the passing of the king. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, this has got some Return to Oz vibes to it. Since we've already gotten way off topic, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to The Wheel of What. We did cover a couple of chapters this time. Make sure you come back in a week. We'll have another chapter for you. Um, if you wanted to tell your friends about this, you can hit that support button. You can listen to us on all your major streaming platforms. You can also check me out on my other podcast I do with my better half. And that's the Squirrel Tangent, also on everything. We got... Ray is, has his own thing. That's the... Uh, yep, the Raven's Nest channel. Anyway, aloha, guys.